passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Ooh, welcome back, sports fans, to another episode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe we have a great show for you guys today? Toss and I are going to finish up basketball previews with the East. So buckle up, tuck it into your waistband, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Tie game. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they're free. So 296 coming hot at you guys and so 295. And Toss and I are going to do the East of the NBA. Toss, you have a bet on the woeful Steelers. By the way, I think I don't mean to rub it and start off on a wrong note for you, but you did come. I did at one point say that you didn't think they were going to lose another game. And from then point on, they haven't haven't won since. I jinxed them. I don't think I jinxed them. I think that they have – we were looking at it, and I think everyone else kind of looked at it after they lost that first game and and realized that their schedule was incredibly easy up until that point. It was a cakewalk, as you described it earlier. Yeah, it Um, was a bit of – but they did They've they've had a couple of – couple of defensive guys who are out. Bud Dupree's out for the rest of the season, which is a, a big bummer. That is huge. Um, that sounds, that's so sad for him. It was a contract year, too. Like, you yeah. hate to see guys go. They did beat the Titans. They beat the, the Titans. I, I think that what what's happened here is that I, I think the COVID woes have hit them pretty roughly. I mean, they, they have no semblance of a run game, and, and prior to testing positive, Connor was – he I mean, Snell hot. turned it around today. They figured that out, I guess. But he's not really an every down back. And, and sometimes Connor isn't either. I mean, it's something we kind of 
harped on him for yeah. last year. Um, but they just you have to run the ball. You can't only throw it. Yeah. They're... Eventually, you know, teams are going to kind of catch up to you, and it doesn't really matter that Ben gets rid of the ball quicker than anyone else. Um, yeah, they just they've got some stuff to figure out. I, I still think that they're dangerous. Yeah, um, no, definitely a lot dangerous on offense. They have a lot of drop issues. Juju's yeah. head. I mean, I've been on that. I want to. I've been on the Juju dancing too much train for God knows how long. Hang tight, Toss. You vamp. I'm gonna go close our window because there's a he, horn blaring. Yeah, it kind of seems like Juju is bringing this onto himself a little bit. Like he keeps fueling the fire again and again, and he's uh, he's become kind of famous on TikTok and. You know, obviously he's dancing on people's logos, but he's not backing it up. Like Terrell Owens, like backed it up. He, he did everything. <laughs> I'm back Cowboys by the way. logo, and he backed it up. He's <laughs> he's an incredible receiver. He's an all-time 2000s receiver, right? I mean, it's just Juju's only been in the league. What? This is his third year. He's acting. Like everyone's saying that everyone's saying they shouldn't even re-sign him because Would they you? have other talent that's better than him. It's actually it's borderline like childish, and it's not borderline. It just straight up is childish. And it's distracting. It's like, dude, get it together. You're there to win a football game. Stop dancing on their logo. It's, well, it's, it's an I, embarrassment. I have nothing to say about it. I have nothing negative to say about it until it becomes a problem. Which right? has now become and because it's it's too much. Yeah, you're also uh, – you, you could look at it this way. I mean, he's fueling the fire for any DB that's lining up against him. And tonight it seemed to work because he got his his clock rung. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> and they fumbled were... that that ball on that early possession. Von Bell rang his bell, dude. It was a com- it's it's just it's nothing short of an embarrassment, almost as embarrassing as this horn. I don't know if you could hear it, Toss. There was a horn because no, Toss. Not anymore. To- so basically, quick update, life update. Last time we jumped <laughs> on the mic, I was in quarantined in a COVID room. Now I'm back, Toss. You've maneuvered because Toss and I live together. You've maneuvered to your uh, girlfriend's place where you're now uh, home basing. I am now out of the room and al- and just breathing the fresh air, from which I was not breathing for the past few days. But n- and I obviously harbor no feelings because that's how it has to be done. But out here, Toss, you couldn't hear it. I could hear it. There is a guy's horn going. And if my horn is beeping in front of my house for like, I don't know. If it's for more than twenty seconds, and I'm I either am not home and out, which in a COVID you know pandemic world clearly not the case, especially on a Monday night, mm. to go on for a couple minutes is is Juju Smith Schuster dancing on the logo embarrassing? <laughs> well, it it sounds like uh, it it's was pathetic. one of the the classic mistakes of having the keys in your pocket yeah. and sitting on the panic button. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I, it is a classic mistake of that, but the whole neighborhood could hear it. The stray dogs maybe, came maybe a guy, Maybe a guy was sitting in front of his TV watching the Steelers yeah. play and was lulled to sleep by their <laughs> offensive production and uh, and then adjusted himself, fell asleep in the, in the chair, and, and sat on the panic button in his keys. That's what I'm – that's that's what happened is what, is what we'll say. Adjusted himself. Yeah, I also had a case of the sweaty junk. Uh, but speaking of the Steelers, you bet on the Steelers to win the division. Is that correct? Which is looking, which is still looking good. Yeah, pr- prior to the year starting, I good bet, bet on them to win the division. Where do you make yeah. the bet? Uh, I made the bet at betonline.ag. It's the only place where I where I place bets, um, and you can go to betonline.ag and put down whatever bet you want. They've got a bunch of ton 
a, a ton of you know really fun NBA props, obviously because the NBA season starts today. Um, we're going to get into the Eastern Conference, but if you wanted to say put a wager on Luka Doncic to win the MVP mm. or the Lakers to repeat and win championship again, yeah, uh, then I would go to betonline.ag and uh, sign up today and, and get their free welcome bonus that they include uh, when you sign up with them. So yeah, betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. I As soon as I found out Luka was the favorite to win MVP – I put my money. Yeah, I would, be, I, I would on, bet against him. <laughs> I, I bet I put my money on Giannis as soon as I found that out. Well, Nothing against Luca. Like, there's just no way Giannis is going to be worse. I don't really, I don't really like uh, betting on guys that are the like he. He's a good. He. You want him to be a dark horse, right? You want him to be like the I think third he's guy past, or I think the fourth he's past guy. The dark horse point. Oh no, no, undoubtedly he is. Well, and I think that the other thing he's got going for him is that LeBron will not be playing nearly as many minutes. Yeah. Um or as or in as many games as Luka and neither will Kawhi obviously. Um probably not Kevin Durant either cuz I could see him kind of then then putting him on restrictions or pulling him early if they get up early on people just because coming back from the injury, you know, you never you never want to push things too quickly, too fast. Yeah, a great dark horse pick though. Two, we discussed Dame and Steph mm. because if the yeah, Warriors, I, I, won, I like Steph a lot. If they make the playoffs, they make like the seven seed, and he has just an unbelievable season. Um, What's well, the only they're going to make? More, the obviously, with, yeah. with with no Clay Thompson. I mean, I was saying that prior to the Clay Thompson new injury, um, the Achilles injury. But I still, I still feel like if things are things are working, things are clicking. Kelly Oubre seems to. Seems to be playing well, and, and once Wiseman and Green get added to the mix, um, a lot of offensive firepower on this yeah, team still. Yeah, but if they're going to be good, team. it's because of Steph, and it's be- and, and that would be the MVP kicker. But I think Luka, it's crazy that he's now just so quickly the favorite, but he, I mean, he was just so unbelievable every time we watched him, so flawless. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think the craziest thing about him last year is you look at the stats, and he's like 27, 8, and 9, basically, he was playing 32 minutes a game. That's it. Yeah. That's pr- that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like it, that's you're you're missing you're missing a crucial 16 minutes every game right there. Yeah, that's, it's uh, gonna have to go up. He's gonna have to play 36. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I but I appreciate Rick Carlisle's kind of you know the rotation that he implements because then you don't have a guy like. Damian Lillard, who goes into the the postseason, he's been playing forty minutes a game. Like it's yeah. just he runs a great at, at a certain point. It's tough to duplicate that game in game out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he runs a great rotation. Um, but the East, we'll go from the back to the front. Give me, we'll go from the back. So we'll go like 15, 14, 13, 12, kind of like the or eleven, like the bottom five teams in the East. You, we kind of discussed last time. We dipped our toes in it. Then it was running long. We made some edits. Behind the scenes, charity stripe bullshit going on. <laughs> but point being, it allowed me to go back on my list and change my list. I switched my last place team. My I've n- I've also adjusted my list as well. You, Do you? You've made the adjustment like that man who sat on his panic button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hypothetical man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tony Do Capicola. You, so who do you have at the bottom now? Uh, the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks, the bottom. Um, who who did adjusted, I have? Adjusting your knickerbockers. Yeah. yeah. I, 
<laughs> you you had the did you have the Pistons there? No, I you did. I thought I had the Hornets at I had the Hornets at fifteen. Now, now it no, reads, I had the I had the Knicks there. I okay. had the Knicks there the whole time. I have the Knicks at fifteen, the Hornets at fourteen, the Pistons at thirteen, the Bulls at twelve, and the Cavs at eleven. Those are my bottom five teams. The Knicks, you and I looked at it the other day. Worst shooting lineup in the hist since Nam. Since since they invented the three-point line. Preseason games, especially when there's only three of them, shouldn't be a huge indicator. But I feel slightly more optimistic um, about not bashing them for their point guards since Emmanuel quickly had a really great game. If he he steps in and he's playing like one of the best rookies in this class as their point guard, I I feel better about things. I mean, again, like he's not – a tremendous three-point shooter yeah. but if, he, if someone can run the show and kind of take some of the ball dribbling responsibilities away from rj turn him into more of a kind of a scorer um i this team obviously has a ton of problems they just have it's a slow. bunch of four and fives who can't shoot the ball um who are gonna like be you can't put four of those guys or three of those guys out there you can't put you can't put mitchell robinson top in and Julius Randle out on the court at the oh, same no time. Chance. I mean, I don't, I don't think you can. No, you didn't have any hope for an offense, like a, a modern offense. You have Noel in no. there. Look, they have the, Noel and Robinson, they low-key may have one of the best interior defensive units out there. That's factual. I would. I don't love to ask for props. It really isn't me, but you got to – I think the, I've been on the quickly train for, you know, a long time. I've been on yeah, the Emmanuel yeah. Quickly train since before the Knicks took him, since before COVID. I'm a big Emmanuel Quickly fan. Now I think he. I, he, I, I personally have have liked him more than this might be kind of a hot take, but I've liked him more than Maxi. No, perfectly entire, normal take. I mean, um, but Maxi obviously, you know, he, he's. We'll see what he can do too, but um, yeah, I mean, this team is just they just top to bottom don't have much going for them. No, Kevin not Kevin Knox did not take. A significant stride forward last year. Natinka is fine, but just good at defense and terrible at offense. And who else do they have on the team? I mean, like, is Austin Rivers going to be their second leading scorer? I mean, it's, he might have to be. I mean, you got you got to you really got to hope RJ and Obi show some. You got to hope they really step up for a rookie and for a sophomore. Honestly, like Alec Burks might average the most points on this team. <laughs> I don't know. They this they can't score. I think, and I, I and again, like. I don't want to say I like the Hornets much more. And I think the Pistons, the reason I have the Pistons so low is because there's no way they're not going to trade Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose. I can't, you can't. You can't go throughout the entirety of the year and not ship those guys off. That is just absolute poor management of a franchise. That's why I think. One of them make the All-Star game if they both play? Not D. Rose. Blake could potentially do it if he full-on you know, goes for it, right? If he's full on playing and it's a full Blake Griffin show, yeah, he's got a shot. I mean, two two years ago, Blake was NBA 13. All NBA. Yeah, yeah two couple years ago. So he, we're not far from, removed from that. But I don't think he's going to be on the roster. He could be a Celtic, which honestly the Celtics need. He could be a member of the Heat. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked there. The Wizards, the Wizards are a real possibility. They're looking to make a three-headed monster with him and Beal. I just don't know. I mean, you're going to have to give up maybe Rui Hachimura. I don't know necessarily if you want to do that. You definitely don't want to give up Denny Abdia before you even see what you have in him for Blake Griffin, who's coming off an injured year. But they're going to move him. D-Rose will go to one of the Los Angeles teams. 
and that'll and that team will fall to the bottom. Shit, New York could really use D Rose again. <laughs> yeah, right? I I I just the the whole Hornets situation is Zeller is not a threat. Their whole five situation is non-existent, and they're already playing kind of small ball with PJ Washington at the four. Hayward's br- fractured his thumb. I I know you like Miles Bridges. I'm gonna still wait and see on that. As far as like, I think he's Aaron Gordon light, and I'm not a huge Aaron Gordon fan. I just think he's kind of a highlight reel, a great highlight reel, but a highlight reel. I think Scary Terry had a nice year last year. Can Devonta Graham do more of what he had in the first half? I don't know, but I'm I'm I, I like what I've seen from Lamelo. I think people are ragging on him for I don't know what reason for sick passes, but I'm pretty content with what I've seen from him <laughs> for shooting kind of abysmally, but. He's, no one said he was going to come in and be, be a great shooter. So. And he he's hit a couple. He's not looked horrible shooting the basketball. No, I mean you he's out there to he's out there to be your playmaker to start the offense to push the break to bring some excitement to this franchise. And I think he's already doing it. Like, yeah. I I know like you know people are ragging on him because like okay he's not hitting many shots he's shooting poorly from the field but he's certainly like turning this into a team where I might want to watch them on yeah. a given night, right? Yeah. Which no. is which is what you want. If you're a if you're a small market team, you're a mid market team like Charlotte, like you're just trying to get some eyes on you and you have to build from the draft. And I think that at least like you're you're not gonna turn heads this year. What you can do is you can you can give the reins to your point guard going forward and he can just take some take some strides and, and start to develop into the player that you want him to be in three years down the line. And right? I get from a yeah no, I you're you know you bring up the great point of like you trying to get eyes in the franchise. Now, that's why I'm always going to be a little curious about the Anthony Edwards pick. The more I dwell on it, if Anthony Edwards is head and shoulders, okay. But if they're kind of the same or worse, Lamelo is better for the for the Timberwolves. What are you doing? Because that franchise is just always. I, mean, I think it's just. A, I think it's a fit thing. It is a like fit. They, no, it is they, totally a fit thing. But the. I just talk about getting eyes on a franchise and injecting some life into that, that Timberwolves franchise. They have Cat, who's such a great player, but that really hasn't excited anybody. The whole D'Lo thing fizzled out. I mean, I don't think anyone gives a shit anymore. And it's either they're going to be good and it's going to be fun, and but they that most likely is not going to be the case, or they're just going to be a bottom four or five team again in the West. And it's like, all right, cool, that experiment didn't work. What's next? Are you good now? Right. Then it's going to be like call to blow it up for them. I do think that, yeah, the one thing I like about the Lamella pick for Charlotte is, like, Charlotte doesn't have much else going for them as far you know, they've got guys who can contribute, like Terry, Devonta can both be upper teen scorers, and yeah. P.J. Washington is, a, you know, a good active big who can, who can stretch the floor. And he can really, he's a, a off, threatening three-point shot. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, Bridges is a guy off the bench who's exciting, but those guys are, those guys are all young, mm-hmm. they're all still getting better. But none of them are your guy, and Cat is your guy. Yeah. D D'Lo is your your second guy, right? Yeah. He's the other. He's the two, and so Edwards is being slotted in as the three, which I think ultimately, like, it could be good if they were a team that was competing, but they're not going to be competing this year. The, the West is too competitive. But what Lamelo Lamelo is, he's he could be the best player on the court at any given night for this team. Oh and yeah. And I think that that adds tremendous value. I mean, look. Look what happened when Jason Tatum was asked to perform as the team's best player. He stepped up to the challenge, and he's progressively gotten better. Um, if your guy can step so up I to just, the challenge, it actually it actually helps their growth substantially. 
for sure. To be for thrust sure. into I mean, world. I you don't you know it's kind of like you don't throw him into the fire too quickly, and that's mm-hmm. why you bring a guy on like Gordon Hayward, yeah. right? Who if Gordon Hayward comes and is playing healthy, like he's a better player than anyone on the Knicks roster. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like at at full health and at full tilt. So um, I I don't know I don't mind I mean they're not gonna be good and if you're them you don't really want to be good right you still want to be drafting in the top seven mm-hmm. because this is a this is a good draft and you want to just continue to add to pieces to put around Lamelo. Great draft so, and I think the Knicks are the Knicks need Jalen Suggs I want to say that as well. The Knicks need Jalen Suggs. Yeah, yeah I mean Jalen Suggs is great. I don't Best mind point. that pick for them at all. Okay, so then you have the yeah so the Knicks then the Pistons then the Hornets then the Bulls. Uh, no, it was Knicks bottom, Hornets second to last, Pistons okay. the thirteen, Bulls the twelve, Cavs at the eleven. Does yours kind of look like that? Yeah, no, it's ba- it's basically it's Knicks, um, Pistons, Hornets, Bulls, That's Cavs, then, then then Cavs. Yeah. Talk to me about Cleveland and Chicago. Sell me a bit on Cleveland. Chicago, I think we I both kind of like was, them. Yeah, so, so Chicago they played pretty well in these preseason games um which again like who knows what that really means a guy that you like a lot kobe white i think this yeah. is like this is the year where he, he kind of takes that step forward and i'm stoked on um him. forget what we're asking Devonte graham to be like this guy's gonna be better he's gonna be just a a better and bigger kind of like scoring point guard um and you put him alongside zach Levine, and both of those guys can really fill up the stat sheet from an offensive standpoint um, the big question marks are their bigs, right? Like Laurie Markkinen, can he take a step forward from last year's kind of just uh, abysmal year that he had? Uh, and then you, you need you need Carter to uh, Wendell Carter to stay healthy and stay on the court. But I I like I still like like their their young core uh, in theory. I mean, I it just Otto flopped Porter, last year I'm so not, badly. Yeah, but now you bring in Billy Donovan, so I think that's the that's the huge difference for me is that they bring in this competent head coach who has done it in in small market teams and now obviously chicago is not a small market yeah it's you know one of the biggest basketball cities in the world and hopefully they can kind of uh that can kind of inspire the guys and they can play for something and maybe zach levine can become content with just being the the quote-unquote superstar he's not there yet obviously but the superstar of this team um in a in a basketball loving city of chicago and and maybe you know and and kind of go from there instead of him feeling antsy and kind of James hardening it and being like, I want to get traded. Okay. Are they going to trade him? What can they get for him the whole time and in wasting this season? Yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, it's a great point. I, I don't know if he's the superstar though. I think I really am high on Kobe white. He's so quick. He's such a threat to pull up from anywhere. I, I think he's a true modern point guard and I'm not, he, he may not be the sharpshooter Jamal Murray is, but he's quicker. And I think he's a little more active on the defensive end. I think he's one of those guys, like Murray went in like that seven range and kind of was like good his rookie year, but then really started to take off and people started to realize, wow, this guy is an absolute lethal shooter from behind the arc. I think I don't know if White's going to be that lethal. That's too high of praise maybe in that regard. But I think he could really make that jump his sophomore year. I have, I have extremely high hopes. Markin was abysmal. You're correct. Carter can't stay healthy. Patrick Williams, we kind of ragged the pick. Could end up working out as a running mate. He's very athletic with with Kobe White and Zach Levine. Yeah. And the Cavs. Felt uh, like a reach, but this wasn't a particular like top heavy draft. So no. Yes. Take your fit. If if four if four through thirteen are basically like the same 
level of player. Like they're coming in at the same overall in two K. Then I guess like yeah, what does it matter if you took the guy at four or, or eight or nine? Um, unless t- you could have it- traded back and still gotten him and got something more than that's a different story but i don't think they could they have picked him, they picked him for a reason so yeah. um i think there was, uh, I there was like no him. trades there was no trades that were going to be happening there and you can't just take a kong Wu after taking wendell just two, two short years ago you know like you yeah. gotta give carter some time to breathe uh calves i think calves are gonna be competitive they'll be competitive yeah, the calves, right the calves uh they have a they have a pretty solid roster. Like that like I the mean, East is not the East is not the East of old. The East is like competitive. Yeah, I mean they've got Kevin Love and Andre Drummond. Um Drummond obviously one of the best rebounders in the league. And then they've got the the two guards. The decade. Yeah. Two, the two small guards, Colin Sexton and are, are Darius tiny. Garland. Um, but they they're great though, right? And Sexton obviously plays with such tenacity that his height doesn't really matter. He's another one I love. Um, I love Sexton's game. I think it's just so ferocious, it's so attacking. If they need Garland to be a real spot up shooting threat, they need yeah, him to be he, he hit from yeah. downtown at a high clip. And to have almost no conscience really, just just yeah. to have the green light always. Um, you know, Larry Nance is a good kind of rotation guy and Okoro's gonna get a lot of opportunity. Yeah, so, he's going to be thrusting the fire. Hopefully he rises to the challenge. He's been playing well already. Seems like the guys like him in the locker room. Yeah. Uh, KPJ is a, a smooth scorer too. So I, this is not a bad team. I mean, Chetty Osman, he, you know, he'll get minutes. Um, this is a team, Del Dova, the Exum. veteran presence on the bench. Are the other Aussie, um, multiple Aussies in there? Yeah, Exum as well. There's, They don't have tremendous depth. They've got a lot of young guys who I guess may have to fit, like fit into the rotation, and we'll see if they they can do anything. Um, but they're going to rely a lot on those those two guards that you mentioned, yeah. Sexton and, and Garland, and they're going to have to live up to it. I mean, I think Sexton at this point is he's a consistent player in the NBA. This is like we we know at the bare minimum what he's bringing to the table, and it's it's better than some of these other. Like right now, he's better than Kobe White. He's a top, still. yeah, he's a top twenty five point per game scorer last year. The yeah, assist numbers I, I are really not am. where we want them to be by any means. He dropped 40 against the Seas last year. Thir- before that, he dropped. He finished the year on a tear. He didn't play in the bubble, but he finished that that March February on a tear. He was great. He was, he was great. an absolute really, hero. Uh, I really like watching him play too. Yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah, we'll about see. Maybe Garland. Maybe Garland can be more of the facilitator and then just like spot up guy. Um, and Sexton can can kind of drive and. You know, develop his game to. I don't know. I, I'd like to kind of. I think I probably talked about it when he first was coming into the league, but like Monte Ellis, right? Like that's yeah. kind of the. Monta that's Ellis kind of what vibes. he reminds you of. He's like yeah. sneaky, athletic for his size. Good, good mid range game. Actually, can shoot the, the three pretty well. And if you if he gets in the paint, he's gonna finish every time. Almost. If he gets so, if he gets that craftiness, maybe Lou will. Maybe yeah. That uh, type of player. Yeah, that's, I just I mean that's too. Lou bad. just plays to that mid range and and the his his jump shot is so smooth. He's also and an I unbelievable feel like Colin's finisher. just more athletic going the route. Right? Yeah. Um, but they got JaVale McGee too, which is like, that's a competent backup center. So um, can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Like he's he's proven himself. Look, they're in a win-win situation. I think it's very different from the Pistons. I think they have a better foundation to compete. So if they are competitive going for that 8-9 spot, the playing game, great. If not, you're in a position where you could trade Drummond or trade Kevin Love. I think it's yeah. I think it's a good – and they have better starting pieces. Right. Um, and Drummond, of course, is Drummond is, in my opinion, more valuable 
depending on who who's asking, right? Like Drummond is younger, obviously, than Blake mm-hmm. by like a lot, by like seven, like six years, um, maybe more. Honestly, I think Drummond's like twenty seven, yeah, and Blake's Blake's what like thirty two. So okay, that's like five or six years, um, but he's worth a lot, yeah, for a team. Uh, Kevin Love is he's he and Rose are kind of the same. It's like yeah, they're both not worth much anymore second round um, picks but like that va- they they bring valuable to a contending franchise for sure yeah you can see what you can see what you can get from for, for one of them right mm-hmm. and uh, if you need to if you don't need to then they're just a nice piece to have on the roster a good guy in the locker room um cool yeah right, i'll give I you my 10 through six i have a hot i have yeah, some hot ahead. takes in here 10 okay. 10 missing the playoffs very hot take the pacers correct the pacers are 10 yeah, it's pretty hot. It's a pretty hot take. <laughs> I have the magic at nine. I have okay. I'm going in on the Hawks again. I'm do if the Hawks if the Hawks flop this year, I'm out for good. I don't care if they get LeBron. But I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back again on the Hawks. Hawks at eight. The Wizards at seven. I'm buying that back backcourt duo. I think Russ adds enough at least to a team in the East. And Beal does enough where that team will be they'll, they'll be in the playoffs. The Wizards at seven and the Raptors at six. But a big gap between the six seven seed. The Pacers to me are are depthless. There is a lot riding on a starting five that is consistently broken, and I'm obviously not predicting any injuries. But Oladipo was not necessarily Oladipo of old. That team in the bubble was the James, the TJ Warren show. Malcolm Brogdon went from being a 90, 40, 50 guy to not being that last year. Is Sabonis fully healthy? Mm, I don't know. Remains to be seen. Is Turner going to be fully at full tilt? I don't know. Usually not. There's just a lot riding on a starting five, which on paper, if everyone's playing at their absolute best, is probably a playoff team. But last year wasn't the case. They have a new head coach, not a lot of depth. I think the Magic inversely have that depth. I think I was ragging on the Magic for a long time, and I'm not newly biased towards them because the man behind the behind the green curtain. What the fuck? I used to be such a Wizard of Oz fan. Whatever the hell it is, the man behind the green curtain. I'm, I'm riding that. I think that's what it is. Jamie Futterman. Uh, shout out, big shout out to Jamie Futterman. We love that guy. He's a Magic fan. I'm. Back on their bandwagon. I'm into them again. Gordon is not a star, but he's good. Vucevic, one of the best scoring big men down low. Fultz, I think, took a great jump last year. Fournier, Terrence Ross, Cole Anthony's look great. They got Michael Carter, Michael Carter Williams off the bench. Al Farouk is coming back. Mo Bamba. Okike is coming in there. It's just like a deep team. Dwayne Bacon they added. I mean, it's very James Ennis. They have a very deep team. I have faith in the magic to be more competitive and more consistent than the Pacers. That's my thoughts there on them. And the Hawks, there's no way you make all these splashy signings. You have Trey Young. I don't know what the hell is up with Cam Reddish, Kevin Hoyter, and DeAndre Hunter. They all could be good. They could all flop. It, they are too hot and cold for me. The jury's out. I'm not gonna make a. I'm not gonna make a call. But gun to my head, if you did ask me, I will say I think Hunter takes a step up where he's serviceable. I think Cam Reddish still in too too inconsistent. And the third year is gonna be the telling year. And I think we'll come to realize that Kevin Hoyter is just nothing more than a shooter off the bench, and they won't ask anything. Gallinari, Rondo, though, Okongwu, great adi- great additions. 
you have full full year of Collins, full year of Capella. The Bogd- we you you're a big Bogdanovich guy. You like but you like the Bogdanoviches. You've always and yeah, you, I, I like I like both of them a lot, and particularly uh, <laughs> Bogdanovich that was <laughs> that's now in Atlanta that was in Sacramento. Um, Bogdan That's instead right. of Bojan. Is that why um, we started calling you in the house to stop to stop Is that why we call? Is that is it because of this guy's asked me? Bogdan 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 Bogdanovich. So. You don't think so, really? But Bogdan, not Bojan. I know Bogdan, who plays in Atlanta. Um, it's the same fucking name twice. I like watched Yadonovich. Yeah, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah, it's the same name. Um, I watched him a lot in the FIBA Championships in 2018, and he. He really impressed me. Yeah. Um, he and I think like we were talking about it in the Western Conference preview that like he was their shot taker at the end of games. Um, this guy's All a gamer. Time. Like Giannis wanted him on his team for a reason, um, and it's not just because he's an international player. Maybe that's how they got introduced, but the guy's really competitive um, and he likes hitting big shots. And I think that people uh, people gravitate towards that. And I think you know with a guy like Trey Young, who certainly can amplify the performances of guys around him. Um, I, I think uh, I think it's a good fit, and I think maybe it doesn't matter that Kevin Herter is going to come off the bench because he's going to come off the bench. He's going to be backing Bogdanovich up. He's so a non-factor. Really... He's like a non-factor, honestly. He, Gallinari... he becomes he becomes like a Landry Shamit, and you just need him to hit open threes on your Great. second line. Um, good for you in that comp. That's a real. That's exactly what he has to be. Nothing more, nothing less. I mean, the Gallinari. Yeah, I, just, I, I love I, Gallinari. I, I don't have I don't have much of an argument with you on the Hawks. Like I think that they still can't really play defense. You can't put Chris Dunn and Rondo on the court at the same time. You can put one of them out there, yeah. but now you're looking at an undersized guy. And if you want to, if you're playing the Mavericks and, or, or a lot of the teams that have big point guards now, I don't really care that, that Rondo is out there. Like I'm, I'm Luka Doncic. I'm going to post you up. I'm scoring you every time. Chris Dunn is a bigger guy. He's six, four, right? Like he can actually guard some of those bigger guys, but you can't put both of them on the court at the same time. Um, but yeah. maybe it's just the, the veteran presence in the locker room that Rondo is going to bring. Obviously, he has, you know, the the vibes of, of being a head coach after he retires, and oh, maybe totally. more than that, maybe even maybe even a GM. I hope they give him um, a shot. Yeah, I mean, he could be a GM for sure. I hope they give him a shot at one of the two. He'd be great. I, I think that they're just. I, I don't mind you putting them at the. You put him at the eight slot. I have the Magic at right? nine. Yeah, and then I said the Wizards with Westbrook and Beal, and then I threw the Raptors. I don't. I just think I the think, Raptors. I think you're. I think you're a little off. I think you're a little off base with the Pacers at ten. I think it's too hot. To, is it too hot? Am I too? I think it's a little hot. I just want to just reflect on how they performed last year. You you bring up a great point. Nate McMillan is no longer their head coach. He was fired. Um, Nate McMillan is a great head coach. So I, I just I was bummed to see him get fired. I didn't. After yeah, what he was the able other to offense wasn't good, but like they with didn't, this team. Yeah. But but the the head coach they bring on is Nick Nurse's assistant, who was in Toronto, Nate Bjorken, who. Has, he has the utmost respect for him, and what Nick Nurse says, I really buy into. Um, Nick Nurse is arguably the best head coach in the NBA. Yeah, and I think that Bjorken's going to really find a lot of success in a similar type of like cast of characters, where not one guy is the go-to guy. I mean, if we're talking pre-injury, obviously it's a little depot. But you look at that Raptors, that Raptors crew, and it's supposed to be Pascal Siakam, but he's not even the best player. Right, Kyle Lowry is the best player when it really matters. Yeah, um, but they have better guys. The thing with like the Raptors is like Lowry. Sure, is the Raptors than... were the second best team. In, the Raptors were the second best team in the East last year, yeah. and I'm not. It's not a comparison between the two. I'm just saying I think that Bjorken is going to find success with what actually is a pretty deep, deep team. 
Um, you think you? you I look, think that there's no Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, He's but you've got you've got Oladipo. Okay, pending these guys are even remotely healthy. Yeah, playing on the court is what I'm saying. They don't have to be at, at full health, but you've got Turner, Sabonis, Oladipo, Brogdon. Those are uh, TJ Warren. That's a great five. That's it's like a, a very five. sound five. You can't poke many holes in it. No. Um, you can upgrade certainly, but like those are all very competent players. You've got a you've got an all star Sabonis. You've got uh, a, a former all star, I believe, in Oladipo. Yeah, totally, um, totally former all star. And and Brogdon, who is one of the better, he's a really good point guard. I yeah. mean, his his numbers went down because obviously the volume increased. But you've also got you've got Justin Holiday, who's a nice guy off the bench. You've got T.J. McConnell, who's a great backup point guard, very, very savvy on the defensive side. You've got Aaron Holiday, who I think is one of the better bench scorers in the NBA. The second Look best Holiday. Him. You have the, but you, you don't have you got the two, the two and third Holiday brothers. Sure, but I actually think that Aaron is is a lot closer than people give him credit for. Um, I mean, it was his first year last year, so how would you have known? But he's gonna. I think he's a guy that can really fill it up off the bench, and. You know, let's, there's other guys that like that. That's like an eight-man rotation. You throw in Gogo Batate if you want to. He's hurt. The Batate's hurt though. So they're Doug McDermott's not though. Doug, Doug McDermott's Dern, not. And he's Doug a McDermott's great shooter. Not. Yeah, he's there. I, Look, I don't know. I just like I think that this is a team that you have a team that, that was fourth in the East last year. They're the fourth best team in the East. I don't think they're going to fall. They won 45 games. I mean, this is a team. I, I I don't think they can fall off that much. I don't think they're going to fall apart. But I think a lot of the other teams added. Like I need to see Sabonis. When I see Sabonis fully healthy, that could change my mind. When I see Oladipo start to return to form and Brogdon find some consistency that he didn't have last year, that could totally change my mind. Look, if the Pacers were the five or six seed, would I be shocked? Absolutely not. I think there's some parity. I think it's like one of those things like the Jazz, where the Jazz could kind of flop, or the Jazz could kind of be dope for me. I think they're in that same boat. I just think a lot. I like the Hawks did so much, and I want to ride that wave. I think the Magic as well were solidly competitive. I can honestly flop the Pacers and the Magic and gladly put the Magic at 10 and not take the hot take. But I think... I, no, I, I mean, my I just think it's... A, like, my take is that the Pacers were making the playoffs no matter what. They're not in the playoff. They're not in the playing game. They're just making the playoffs. You think they're the seventh seed? Yep. Okay. Better than the Wizards? Uh, I have them in... I have them at the seventh seed, and I have the Wizards at the eighth seed. And that's, who, that's how I have it sh- and, shook out right now. And then you have the nine, the Hawks, and the ten, the Magic. Um, I'm I'm like they're gonna have the same record. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, one one way or the other, both those teams are what what the Hawks do on offense, the Magic do defensively for me. You know, okay. so it's like totally. the Hawks still, I think, are gonna have a tough time stopping their opponents and uh there's a lot of good offenses now in the east a lot of good offenses yeah i mean the lot. bucks the celtics let's see how this new sixers offense is i'm not going to include them in this but the bucks the celtics the heat the nets the raptors all have incredibly efficient offenses not not even just high volume they can score a lot but they're incredibly efficient so a, a poor defense is going to have a tough time stopping those teams Who's and I will, I will guarantee that those teams I mean, there's a reason why they're higher up in the rankings, obviously, but they, they play tremendous defense too. Yes, so. they do. Hey, look, yeah, I, the, I, you could. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I'm not unsellable. I'm not. I'm no, not no, unsellable. No, no. Yeah, I've I've gone up a little bit on the Hawks. I think I was unfairly in my first rankings, like putting them at the bottom of that play-in you, game tier. You hope Trey because Young I, gets hit by a car. I don't. You've I always don't. hated him. <laughs> I don't. I just don't believe in this. I don't believe in. 
part of it is just I don't believe in the front office and kind of how they're going about things. And I'm curious to why they signed these guys for multi-year deals. Um, they're good. Like Bogdanovich and Gallinari. Not that they're not good players, but are they the necessary pieces to push this team to the next level? I guess maybe if Trey Young and John Collins are... I mean, they look at the Heat. The Heat, like, just... I mean, Duncan Robinson was like a, a, a scrub, but he could just sh- bang threes. Harrow can shoot. They look at that and they go, okay, Trey Young can shoot. We need guys around him that can shoot. Give me Bogdanovich and give me Gallinari, two of the best shooters in the market, for not, like... They're paying him, like, the same... They're paying Bogdanovich what the Spurs are paying Derek White, and at that point, I'm like, good deal. They're paying Gallinari not a crazy sum of money. Like, I'm, I'm pretty cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Collins will have to take a big step forward, I think. I'm into that. I, I could, I, I'm into him and Capella making some magic down low and some, and with, with some athleticism. I, I, I'm willing to be optimistic. Now, what I said yeah, the ra- I, I mean, said, I, look, if they're if they're good, our friend Miles Sheft is happy. Yes, our brother. Happy, so. I, I, yeah, <laughs> the, fa- the the fa- the Atlanta fans need something to, to ride on. What? Let me ask you this: I had the Raptors at six. Who are your six, five, and four? Six, five, and four. I have the Raptors at six. I, I had the Nets at five, but I don't think I can have them there. I really don't. After mm. watching them play in preseason, and again, like I don't want this to be a massive indicator. But all, I, I saw all I needed to see with when, when they're they're so deep they're ri- ridiculously deep insanely like, deep. They've got Kyrie. I mean, they've got Torian Prince who would be like a good bench player. He's not even going to find minutes because like he and Jeff Green aren't going to touch the floor. And those guys are both like competent. Uncle backup Jeff's players. on that team. That's amazing. Yeah, Uncle and Uncle Jeff is look what he did in, in Houston, and it's uh, it's cool to see D'Antoni bring him in. You know, it's cool to. They've got the, the one two, uh, the punch. Now that now that D'Antoni's there too, kind Where? of crazy, right? Where? Oh yeah. Oh my God. Is he D'Antoni's yeah. also on the bench there? Yeah. It's like D'Antoni, with the no, no D'Antoni is, is is Nash's assistant. Holy shit, that is wild. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I forgot that. Yeah. No, I have the Nets at two. I think that that's uh, that's More... a good place for them to be. I would bump. I think right. Okay, let me let me just let me pull up. Give me everything you got. Give me like just give me the one so, through six. So yeah, so I have the Bucks at one. Yeah. Um, I had the Celtics at two. I don't think I can have you guys there anymore. Dude, really? I, I have I just, us at four. Yeah, I think that that feels more right. I could even see you guys, you in the Heat, them hitting four, you guys hitting five. I think that's putting a lot of faith in this Sixers roster. Mm-hmm. Um, without seeing them play really, and the, you know, there's some chemistry things they've got to put together. But if Kemba's not healthy, if he's in and out of the lineup, then it, the Celtics are going to have a hard time unless Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown ball out every single game, we which are is just not. asking a lot of out of those guys. I think they can, but even if they ball I, uh, out, hundred percent, and not uh, not questioning their talent, they're both unbelievable players. I would love to have them on my team if I'm a GM putting a team together. Um, not you ask about Marcus, the depth. You're asking Marcus Smart to do a lot too. A lot. Can he be a 17 point per, points per game scorer? I don't know. What do you do last year? I don't year? know about that. He did last year. He did thirteen. Yeah, it's a lot. Thir- He's, yeah, thirteen. That thirteen's around. That's that's where he is. It's comfortable. I, like. I mean, like it's a, it's a, Jeff Teague's like already going to be thrust into the mix. Peyton Pritchard's going to be doing a lot. Naismith. They already we have rookies and young guys doing a lot, and that's just not a championship I, unless you. And like, don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted because the Heat did it right, so you can do it. I just don't have the same faith in those guys taking taking that step forward. I have us at four. 
Now I have the Sixers at five. I I think this rap okay. I think this Raptors team they're in on James Harden and they should be. They're the team that needs to pull the trigger on James Harden, not the Sixers because I think they owe it to themselves to give the a fully healthy Simmons, a fully healthy Embiid with guys around them. Like I think Jay Rich is a good fit on the Mavs, but I don't think he was a great fit on the 76ers. I don't think Al Horford was a good fit on the 76ers with what they were asking him to do, and, and that was be their three-point shooter. With Seth Curry now in the mix, that changes things. Now, I don't think Seth is a better all-around player than Jay Rich. He's just a better fit in Philadelphia, right? Yeah, I mean, I thought I thought that J.J. was a good fit there. He was JJ was he, great. Like they, they let him go. Like, I was like, what are you doing? He's exactly what they needed last year. They need a guy that's a threat from three. They have that in Danny Green if he could kind of come back. I think maybe I'm curious to see if Maz or like Tyree or Shake Milton. They all of a sudden they have good like a decent rotation of. They brought in Terrence Ferguson who's like not bad. He can play like ten minutes a game. Thibel I think is an unbelievable defender and is going to give any of the guards in the East fits. So I think they. They look good. They look better to me. They look more well-rounded on paper this year. Yeah, I think yeah. they look. I think they look good. So I'm cool with them. The Raptors are missing that. And we're um, done with the Brett Brown show, right? So done with the Brett Doc Brown Rivers. show. Now it's Doc Rivers, who's a better head coach. The Raptors yeah. are great. They'll be competitive. Nick Nurse. They, I just don't know if they'll be that top four or five team. I mean, they could no, be. I, to me, I have them at six, and they're they're like behind those. Yeah, like they can't. I'm with they it. can't really push in there for me. And that's just because I think Siakam took a step, but it wasn't a big enough step. He's not. Yeah, they also they lose they lose Ibaka and, and Gasol, who were instrumental in Nasty. their success. Last they don't year. really replace. They don't replace them. They're gonna have to make it a hard move. The Celtics very thin, like we were like you're saying. I think the Heat. I think it's for real. That's why I have them at three. I think the yeah. Heat are very much for real. And I think the Nets. What are, do you think? What do you think Jimmy Butler's two K rating is right now? Do you know it off the top of your head, or you've looked at yeah, it? Yeah, I do. I, I know what it is. Do yeah. they? Do he's got. They got the. They love recency bias. They're like one of those. They have to have him in the nineties. He's got to be like a ninety-two. He's a ninety-three overall. Ah, <sighs> was close. It was a good guess. That was a Thank really you. good guess. Thank honestly, you. I think. But like, that's that is high. That is a high rate. How many guys do they have in the nineties this year? I guess what guess what Luka Doncic is. Is he in ninety-six? No, lower. What? He's Luke, a ninety-four. Luca's a ninety-four and two K. How the hell is that? Pop? What the? He, I mean, he ended up the season last year at a ninety-seven, so he'll quickly make his way back up there. But or ninety-six-ish, right? That's where he probably belongs. What do they have? Like, but uh, AD at like Jimmy 96? Butler. There's there's some respect there, man. That's uh no, yeah. It's like people the, got people got to appreciate. I mean, he's he was uh, he was unbelievable last last year, especially obviously in the bu- in the bubble. Uh, bubble Jimmy was uh, was great. The they coffee, gave LeBron a ninety-eight. I don't. I don't. Okay. So what? Okay. So the they it's LeBron ninety eight, Giannis ninety seven, Kawhi ninety six, Harden ninety six, AD nine. I don't think you could put a. I don't think AD's better than Luca. It'll prove to be so. But I knew this is like kind of how I thought it would shake out. Or he's not better than Harden or Kawhi. Yeah, but there's always there's always like a recency bias. I mean, AD won the championship. Yeah. No. That yeah. Game winning three at the end of the. No, he's great. Yeah, he's he's great. really, yeah. really great. No, I, I, I can't really argue it. Um, but okay, who he might, he might by the time he's done thing, he might take, he might dethrone Dirk as the best shooting big man I've ever seen. Wow. I mean, it, it's, it's getting to that point where he's, he's, he and look, he and Carl Anthony Towns, those guys are tremendous shooters, both of them. Boogie was the boogie, it's, boogie was too. It's a shame. Not, but not. It's not even to the same though as these guys. Carl Anthony Towns. 
Well, he, he didn't ten threes in the game this year. But yeah, but Boogie was developing in that regard, but then his development got halted. So at his sure. best, you're right. Sure, yeah. and it, back then it was like let him bully ball in the paint because he doesn't need to shoot threes, was, right? He I'm can, a big. He can take three a game. He can take five a game. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns might he might he might average like ten threes a game this year. Yeah. And I, and if he shoots the percentage he shot last year, like you can't be that mad about it. What's Russell he was, Westbrook? He was great. Too? Yeah, yeah, right. He's a ninety. I'm look, sorry. I'm looking at the two K ratings. He's ninety, and B ninety one. Jokic ninety one. No one loves Jokic, and I fucking hate that. No one's a ninety two. That's that, that makes me like uneasy. That like makes me like query. Like I'm ugh. I hate. It makes me feel weird. Um, like just give somebody a ninety two. It's the only number in the nineties missing. How do you skip that? Uh, the, do you think the Bucks get it done though? Real question. I think that's like the big topper here. We know the Nets are. I think the Nets are sick. Not even with just the two guys no, coming back. I don't, I don't think that. The, I don't think that the. If I take the Nets going into the playoffs, and they're a top three team, in the East, meaning that they've played well together from a chemistry standpoint. Yeah. And they get lined up with the Bucks in a late playoff series, not the first round, obviously, because they're not going to play them. No, no, no chance. There's no way KD and Kyrie in form, in good form, with the supporting cast. That, that they get taken down by the Bucks. The There's Bucks no got to beat the Heat first, or something. I, the Bucks got absolutely pieced by the Heat last year. Pieced. They I got think absolutely. The Bucks should they should beat the Heat in a series this year? Dude, they, they got. Come to they got embarrassed. Embi- they got gentlemen swept. They got embarrassed in those games. Well, and they, they didn't even well get... it's because uh, unfortunately Bud is not a good playoffs coach. He's not. He's, he's a great regular yeah. season guy, but let's see Drew when come it comes in, to though. the playoffs. He's He's choked in, in years past. Um, they bring in Bobby Portis around this year. I think Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis is nice. Yeah, he. I think he's gonna. He could. I think he's one of those guys that's starting to find his game later on in his career. I think so. Um, so who do you get, who do you think's gonna win the whole thing? And who do you think's going to the finals? East West. Um, I mean, I'm pretty. It's tough not to not to pick the Lakers and the nets just right off the bat wow honestly it's Ugh, a lebron kevin durant <laughs> matchup once again um is there anything better honestly no that's like know. is that what we i want i want Giannis lebron i want Giannis lebron i i want to i in my heart i want to pick the clippers and the bucks i really want to do it i really want to do it I want to pick the Clippers and the Bucks. I want to say the Clippers figure it out, and I think they will. I think they'll take that step forward, that necessary step forward. I just don't think it'll be enough to beat the Lakers. And I'm with you. I hate Kyrie Irving. He's my least favorite player ever. He really, he just is. I'm sorry. I don't care if I'm in the minority. I don't even think I am, honestly. But I, I think hope, they're so I hope good. They're so I'm good. I'm wrong about like talent discrepancy like i have the bucks going winning the regular season but i think that the nets at full tilt with everything clicking are better than yeah. them but so but again deep. like we thought that about we thought that about the clippers last year but i think the one distinction to me between the clippers last year and the nets this year is that it was because of injury not because we just brought in a lot of guys right these guys have been together in a locker room for a year already and nash and is not going to guys... miscoach them i think doc blew it allowing them to like take days off and not build the chemistry and and think that they were better than every team and i think the one the nice thing about nash is this is his first year coaching right like he he doesn't feel entitled to anything no at all 
like he's got to prove himself. He's not going to be lacking. He has to. No, not at all. Um, we'll see. That's like my one. Yeah, my one conflictual, like internally conflictual thing about the Nets is that I love Steve Nash. He's one of my favorite players, and just generally like basketball minds that I just kind of look up to. Like like listening to him talk about the game. Not a huge Kyrie fan. Nope. Some of the antics are are interesting. He can kick rocks. Um, Kevin obviously can rub people the wrong way just with the move to, to Golden State. I'll never um, forgive him, but I'll always love him. I'll <laughs> yeah, never absolutely. I'll never We, we hold understand. him to a, a, in, in a different regard because he's, he's a long one. But I'll never understand I'll never understand it. I'll never understand it. It'll never make sense to me. <sighs> yeah, I mean I look, you gotta have rings to to cement your legacy amongst the greats. Oh, what cost so. though? What cost? Um, given, right. given the opportunity to play with a, a great group of guys, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure it was fun. I At mean, the best, like, don't you think that those, that was so much fun playing basketball? With yeah. Yeah. It's probably sick. So every, much. Probably epic every night. But yeah, the seas, I'm nervous. I think the heat are for real. They're no joke. I think they're back for more. Um, they lose, they, I mean that they, they lose more than they add. If I, if I do remember correctly, but I think losing Jay Crowder, they is, lose is fun. Yeah. They lose Crowder, but I think they bring in. They have Mo Harkless there. They uh, they have Iguodala will be there again, and I think they oh they brought in Avery Bradley, which I absolutely love to death. Uh, yeah, that's great. Last thing, I'll let you rock and roll. Who's the so you have Lakers beating the Nets? Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, you want to pick the Nets? I I, I will <laughs> I will say though I do think that like I think the Nets at full tilt are really tough. They're a tough out for another t- enough team for another team to take them out. I think that I think that a lot of teams could knock the Lakers out. That's interesting. I think the I think the Lakers. I think the Lakers. If the Nets are at full tilt, they may have an easy. The East is going to be easier for either the Bucks like the, La- or the Nets. Like the Lakers are the best team. The yeah. Lakers are the best team for sure. But I do think that like those those teams in the West are so good that yeah, like so the Clippers good. can beat them. Nuggets. I, I even like look if the Suns get like something cooking like how good could that team be I, yeah yeah i, I don't I, think they're don't gonna beat the lakers mean. in a series right but like look what chris paul did with the, that thunder roster last year they could and give him some is, bruises though i mean like they could they could like yeah look. and if they if they take a dent out of them and then you get like a, a hot dallas or a hot like clippers team or just any any or a hot nuggets team like Blazers. who knows those teams are those teams or the Blazers, like those teams, are so good offensively that yeah, they could give the Lakers night. trouble. It's a hellhole right. every night in the West. Yeah, I mean, I think the Nuggets and the Raptors. If the Ra- those teams want to seriously compete, the Nuggets and the Raptors. One of them has to trade for James Harden. Bottom line. You think the Nuggets have to make a move? They didn't prove it enough they last can't. year. That- I don't think they've done enough to be better than the Clippers. When if the Clippers are for playing for real, I think the Clippers are better. And I think they've made moves. The Clippers. They got Ibaka. They got Kennard. They lost, you know, Montrez, but they got they got Ibaka. They got Kennard. Lakers made moves. The Blazers yeah, made moves. Yeah, but a lot of it. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. They I, made I moves. do think the one thing about the the Nuggets though is that they their their best two players were were better than the Clippers' best two players. Yeah, crazy. No, that is true. I think I'm, I'm not buying. Like, the there's whole no, like, there's no, like, there's no doubt about that, and that that's so crucial in, in playoff basketball. No, if yeah. you have these your two stars, like they have to be better than the other two stars they're playing across from. Hundred percent. And if Paul George doesn't step up in the playoffs, like the Clippers aren't going to make the championship again. He rolled over Beethoven, hard. 
not just against the Nuggets, against the Mavs, too. Yeah, he stunk. He was terrible. He didn't play for real. But I don't think yeah. that'll be the case. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm in on him. I think he'll return to, like, an all-NBA-type player. He's he's not the guy that's going to take this shit lightly. Can't be. Um, Yeah, that's the East. Last thing, gun to your head real quick, then we'll go. MVP. Yeah. Three, um, two, one. Giannis, the nah. third year in a row. Me too. Me too. Lame. Which, but at that point, like, what does it mean? <laughs> no, like, what does it mean to him? Like, no, I, he's if he wins it again, what's he going to say? He's going to say, I want a championship more than anything. This means nothing to me. Yeah, at this point. As, as well he should because, I, it, like, there's there, there comes a time, like, this, this award is so heralded in, like, the conversation of NBA minds across the world. And at, at a certain point, if he wins three in a row, should it be like, are we just going to keep patting this guy on the back for being tremendous in the regular season and then not getting it done in the postseason? I granted last year he got hurt, but they were going to get bounced anyway. They almost, they might've won that game because he got hurt. I don't even know. Sometimes weird things like that happen. We see a coach get fired, and then the next game, like they win, right? And the yeah. NFL happens all the time. Yeah. So yeah, that's true. I, I just like he has to find success in the postseason. It's almost like it doesn't matter that they're that they're going to be the best team in the East to me. It's like you got to beat you got to beat people, and they've the Heat they've, weren't even the Heat were like what the fifth seed didn't even fourth seed didn't even matter fifth or fourth seed didn't even matter. Yeah, and I think you know things everybody. are different in the bubble, and guys are. Certain guys, you know, have it easier playing yeah. for the home court. Stuff. Like, um, are fans going to even be there? Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know yeah, if fans. Milwaukee, like, Milwaukee, they love, they love the Bucks. No, no, they love them. But I don't. If, like, if there's no fans there, then it just kind of is the bubble, except you're traveling a little bit. I mean, it's not. And at that point, who cares? You're just playing basketball on the court in front of nobody. So I'm with you. Yeah. I think Giannis. Yeah, I think he's going to win it again. And it's not like it's not like he adds a three point shot and then everything is over right like it's a mental thing it's a it's a getting past this mental wall of of getting like defeated or stopped or like shut down in some way shape or form by other teams that that certain players it doesn't happen to no and and right now i look at like lebron and it's like it doesn't matter what you do what you put out in front of lebron defensively he will find a way yeah he'll either get someone involved to, to figure it out like he does with anthony davis and how he's kind of unlocked him, and even other guys like Damian Lillard will find a way. He's even the best offensive loses, player ever. Even if his team loses by twenty points, like he will find a way to almost make it close or put up thirty-five. Yeah, you're always 40. you're always in it with LeBron, Giannis. Like you're in it, but like there's a chance that like there's not that same guarantee, and there's not that same guarantees you had with Steph, with the best of Steph, best of KD, best of Kawhi. But there's very few guys you have. There's only you're, there's only a handful of few. It's only but a handful of guys MVP you have. And that you're game. the top five players in the league. But, all, but yeah, if you, you want to win, you, you have to be You need to be, be performing that at that level. You got to beat those guys. You got to be one of those guys. It's true. I said it the other day. I mean, look, Luca's only played He's only played two years in the league, and, and I already trust him at the end of games more than I trust Giannis. Oh, yeah. He could shoot. He gives, he's a, he he's a lights-out shooter. He's not even a great shooter, though. He's he like really be. not. Like He was like a 33% three-point shooter last year. But he, but like, he wouldn't count. He's, he's either going to find out. someone. Like He's just he, he's clutch, right? He's got the that clutch gene and he wants the ball in his hands and he, he doesn't look lost at the end of games. And sometimes Giannis still looks lost at the end of games, even though, I don't know, it's tremendous what the guy's done. Like the, you know, the hardships he's overcome and, and getting better every single year. So no, hopefully he just continues is, to get better. The growth is crazy, but I, I, I'm if with he, you. If he keeps getting better, there's no way he doesn't win MVP, right? Yeah. 
I mean, it's like remember when Steph like won MVP but could have won Most Improved Player? It's wild. Yeah, but Luca should have won it. Should have <laughs> won Luca in like Luca last year, honestly. But yeah, I think I'm with you. He does some kind of look lost in the sauce a bit, which is unfortunate. But I, I'm, I'm, I think I want him to. I want him to win the MVP, and I want him to have a shot. I want the shot. I want him versus LeBron. I'm with it. Yeah, Drew Holiday's an upgrade over Bledsoe, even as good as Bledsoe was last year. He also um, disappeared in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. And speaking of disappear, I think we're going to disappear until the new year. That's it, right? And then we have a fun show yeah, coming. Yeah, NBA, NBA tonight. Um, you're listening to this on a Tuesday, so be sure to be sure to watch all the games. Yeah, for and sure. make and make a lot of assumptions about the rest of the year based off of one game. Isn't that the best part about it? Best part about it is the <laughs> the, the Clippers won. They're going to be better than the Lakers. The best. If the Mavericks win tomorrow night, they're winning the championship. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, the Warriors won't won't win twenty games. Uh, fans out there, drag both feet and bounce, swing on a full crown, rip that puck, hit that puck, it's your PKs because they're free, hit your free throws, why toss? Because they're free. Because they're free. NBA's back. We out here. We love you. Dope. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Five listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube save big money on everything for your next project at menards spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools they're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and uv protection say big on suncast storage sheds view our selection of suncast products today in store and on menards.com save big money